It's a good show. Hi, this is Michael Ian Black, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with your host, Andras Jones. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio with Brother Sister and their songwriter, Bobby Halverson. Hello. Now, we've been taking all questions from folks who were on the phone, but we have had a spy in the house of Brother Sister. She is now here in the studio, Hannah Rose Horowitz. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be outed as a spy. Yeah, how did you how did you sneak into this session? I snuck in. It was pretty it was a pretty random event. I'm here visiting my friend. I drove from the Bay Area yesterday and we just rolled up to where we Pico Rio. And is that the name? Pico Rivera. Rivera and came in and ended up ended up here so this was all totally unexpected for me and i've been sitting in all evening and it's been a great time excellent were you uh, did i see you reading something were you sitting on the floor reading i was yes what were you reading that was um 10th of december it's a short story collection by george saunders it is superb and did you did you finish it no i'm maybe like three and a half stories in i think there's about 10 and what was the story that you were reading the story i was reading it had to do with puppies so there was this one woman who was trying to get rid of the puppy, and then there was another, told from her perspective, that was trying to acquire the puppy. So kind of from both of their sides, these parallels in their visions about the puppy and about why they wanted to acquire or get rid of the dog. Um, so it, it created very contrasting images, but both complemented the realities of life, which was amazing about his writing. And did it complement the the experience of? Did, were there any synchronicities between the music you heard? And yeah, because there's a lot going on in his stories, kind of behind the scenes, and kind of funny little turns of phrase or uses of language. And so, from sitting in tonight, I could tell that that's pretty present in the music as well. Had you heard brother sister before tonight? Simone, who's my friend who brought me here, he had played me a song or two, but that was about it. So this is your first brother-sister experience? It's a fresh brother-sister experience. Excellent, excellent. Well, are you ready to ask your question to the Pop Oracle? I, I am ready. Okay, I wanted to ask the Oracle what kind of seeds we should be planting for the future. What kind of seeds should we be planting for the future? We have two songs left on the board. Song number five, Wit in Jest, and song number seven, Alina. And so you have a, our binary oracular divination tool, the Radio 8 coin. 
And if uh, if you would be so kind, if you when I when I'm sing a little thing and will you will flip it, and if it lands on heads, it will be wit in jest as the answer to what seeds should we be planting for the future. And if it comes up uh, tails, it'll be song number seven, Alina. And now you get to flip the radio eight coin tails, which is Alina from Brother Sister.
is Alina, song number seven, the answer to Hannah's question, what seeds should we be planting for the future? So before we get into interpreting that, let's go to Bobby and get a little background on that song. Man, I'm trying to, I honestly, it's it's about a fictional person. So this is not about the relationship. For that... the, yeah, it's actually not. It's it's kind of uh, I do know someone with that name, but it's not about that person. It's just I liked the sound of the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess there are snapshots of things that I've felt and thought before, but it was mostly just uh, I don't know. It, it was it was more like an imagination of a character that acted like this or something. And what was this that they were acting like? Yeah. Um. The cat and mouse thing? Yeah, like uh, kind of someone who there's a there's a obvious trend toward online dating. And oftentimes what happens is I think because women are so overwhelmed and bombarded by how aggressive men can be on there, they often are not very responsive, even if you're a quote unquote nice guy. Right. Just because of the way they're treated in that scenario, it's they're rightly defensive and also not responsive all the time Mm -hmm. but it also feels like they're ghosting or ignoring you Mm -hmm. and so this is kind of like frustration over that or something so it's like pre-incel yeah like if you don't go to you could go down that road not you but one (laughs) who's in this situation this is the the... yeah it's it's more of a it's a knee jerk it's like to that it's not really like I I really think this person is like this. It's more like I'm defensive because they're not responding to me and but also understanding their plight in not doing that. You know what I'd say? What? Your brain doesn't pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> Just like mine. I guess not. <laughs> so so uh so Hannah, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? I think that there's a couple different routes that that could go, especially <laughs> when we think about like you know, if you think about a relationship, uh, the potential for a relationship, it's kind of too like, okay, what could the future potentially hold and how do we lay the groundwork or like make this fertile for mm-hmm. ourselves in a way? Um, so it could be applied in that realm and relationships certainly. Well, yeah. I mean, I just thought the, on- the only seed laying in there was the fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> no, know? not necessarily. Like his expression of that frustration around it um, in the like internal realm hmm how do i mean that like wanting you know there is that earnest urge for connection in that way while understanding the broader dynamics that make that difficult Mm -hmm. well i should be clear though this is like this song is critical of men that are like this right and and i've it's a feeling i've felt like as a man Mm -hmm. but something that i'm not like i don't like and right Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a, like the, the bridge, which is the, it's the only part in any of these songs that I actually use an expletive and it's, um, it's kind of a, are you familiar with the term a fuck boy? Yeah. It was once written on uh it was actually written on, on some graffiti in a bathroom in Olympia about me. Oh, interesting. And I, I had to go, I didn't know what it was. I thought it might be a positive thing. It wasn't. Well, so it's hurtful. It's yeah. not, that's a mean thing to say. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of this attitude that, like, um, I'm entitled 
to women. Yeah. So like, hmm. fuck me, please me, and then I'm just gonna go get stoned again. Right. Like you owe me this. Right. Because I'm a man. So this is really it is kind of a a, 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 crit, a critique of the oh, whole absolutely. incel thing. Absolutely. And it's but it's like. It's also being honest with that very small nugget of it that is inside me. Right. And, and like, when that creeps in and that whatever dialogue happens in your head, either you can go with it and be like, yeah, this is my identity. Or, like, what the fuck is that? You know? Mm. And sort of examine it as, and not judge it, but from a place of curiosity. So, and I'm curious, how, did, like, when you hear that, Hannah, you must have some experience of the other side of that dynamic what is how does that resonate for you like what's like when, when you how do you parse the difference between the person who is like this and the person who may have those feelings but doesn't really but a, is worth is, is someone worth engaging with and as opposed to someone who you should block and yeah. make sure they don't know your address yeah um i mean a lot of it just in general in terms of vibe, that not being that clear of an answer, but kind of picking up from people, kind of in the sense of in their heart where they're coming from, and understanding, too, like, a lot of people don't have the tools emotionally to connect or to be earnest or have been given narratives their whole lives, like, oh, like, this is how you get a woman to like you, or, like, oh, this is what she's only looking for, all of those things. And that doesn't excuse any of that behavior of being, you know, inappropriate or objectifying in any way, but... Um, of also looking at this person you're engaging with too, like as a real person, not just objectifying them as like a man on the other side of that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Cool. And as far where when you the question you asked could be interpreted a lot of different ways, or like I, I like that about that question. But was there a particular way? Like, were you speaking of gardening, or were you speaking more metaphorically? I was speaking. Uh, I mean, metaphorically, yeah. In the sense of that can, you know, we don't, like, know what's going to happen tomorrow in terms of, like, the world going crazy or things like that. So in terms of literal sustenance, like, yeah, if we planted maybe, like, this grain of rice, that would really help us, things like that. But then, like, the sense of uh, just when we think about community or within our hearts or things like that, you know, what what really carries, uh, carries us forth into the future? And what do you think, what do you feel like you're plant? like, what seeds are you currently planting? Really nice question. I am ever seeking to plant those seeds of love, and, I mean, that's the very obvious answer, but awareness as well. I mean, Bobby's song is really speaking to that, of his own self-awareness of those different elements of feeling um, within himself or within men or women and relating to one another, and then using that and turning that into art i mean that's awareness and that helps us connect as people and your middle name is rose which is. is which springs from a seed yes. so you are blossoming, blossoming. before us yes. thanks for listening to radio eight ball if you enjoy the show please subscribe to us on itunes or stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the radio 8 blog our ongoing patreon campaign and where you can download our radio 8 ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of radio 8 ball i hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are and until next time I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball.
Shut